This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. ER Vet is brought to you by Carnivora. Get healthy and stay healthy with nature's nutritional powerhouse. ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm an emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about heart murmurs in dogs and cats. So if you have a dog or you have a cat, you need to pay attention. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used Carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are Carnivore Klein sharing their pet's testimonial. Our little dog developed this lymph problem. We took him in for surgery last year. We noticed a lump on his chest that was a lymph node that was swelled up. So the doctor checked it out. He had it analyzed and everything, and uh, but the chemotherapy lasted for six months. He started developing more uh, lymph nodes that were swelled up. So I thought I'd just try carnivore. We started that, and uh, he really responded. The lymph nodes started to go down, swelling did. Then I took him into the vet to have him checked out, and there was no sign of any disease at all inside in the internal organs at all. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735 or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, I wanted to talk about heart murmurs. Now, as an emergency critical care veterinary specialist, I diagnose a dog or a cat every single day or at least half a dozen times a day with a heart murmur. And you're probably wondering what we're doing when we're actually ascolting or listening to your dog or cat's heart and lungs when we're using our stethoscope. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is when we have our stethoscope in, we can't hear you at all. So our ears are totally plugged in with this soft piece of rubber. So little note, no need to talk to us while we have a stethoscope. We can't hear you at all. Okay. When we're listening to the heart and lungs, what I'm listening for is to make sure that the heart is a clear, crisp beat. So it should be a beep, 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 beep. And you should know the difference between dogs and cats. For most dogs, their heart rate is about 60 to maybe 120 beats per minute. Now, if your dog is sleeping at home and you happen to have a pretty thin or muscular dog, if you look right behind the point of their elbow, you may actually see the heart beating a little bit. And if you put your hand right over the heart, you can feel it beating. I encourage you to take the time right now to try to feel your dog's heartbeat. Cat owners, don't bother doing this. You can't really do it at home well. But for dog owners, it's really important to do because there are some times where I want you to see if your dog has a racing heart rate. But in general, a heart rate, again, should be about 60 to 120 beats per minute. 
Now, puppies and smaller dogs usually have a higher heart rate. And when they're at the veterinary clinic, they're going to be really excited. So some of these dogs have a heart rate of 140, 160 beats per minute. That's totally different than a sleeping dog at home. If your dog is sleeping and snoozing on the sofa, his heartbeat may only be about 50 to 60 beats per minute. And that's totally normal if they're at rest. Now, the second thing I'm listening for when I'm listening with my stethoscope is I'm listening to see not only what the heart rate is, but if there's a heart murmur. Now, a heart murmur basically means that the sound going through the heart sounds abnormal. So we're listening for a normal, clear, crisp heartbeat. There shouldn't be any swishing or swishing sound. If I hear a really bad heart murmur, instead of being a clear, crisp beep, 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 it's going to sound more like a almost like an ocean wave. That's consistent with a heart murmur. Now, when I hear that, it really makes me worried that something serious is going on. And we'll talk about how we grade heart murmurs in just a minute. Now, the third thing I'm going to listen for. So not only am I listening for the heart rate, I'm listening to see if there's a heart murmur or that whooshing sound, but I'm also listening to see if there's a heart arrhythmia. The word arrhythmia has the word rhythm in it. So it has to do with beat and how consistent and symmetrical it is. With a normal heartbeat in both dogs and cats, it should be a beat, 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 beat. If you've ever drank too much coffee or you've taken too many hits of your albuterol inhaler for asthma, you'll notice that your heart is racing. It may be going beep, 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 beep. And that is not classically normal. Now, there are some heart arrhythmias that may have a different rhythm where it goes beep, 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 beep. So that is what we're listening for. Again, heart rate, whether or not there's a heart murmur and whether or not there's a heart arrhythmia. Now, what about cat owners? For you cat owners out there, please know that cats have a pretty elevated heart rate when they get to the veterinary clinic. That's because they saw the cat carrier, they had to go for a car ride, and now the heart rate's about 200 beats per minute. You can imagine a metronome going really quickly. Beep, 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 beep. That's pretty much what a cat is doing. Now, if you have a relaxed cat that's sleeping at home, their normal resting heart rate should probably be about 140 to 160 beats per minute. But it's really normal for a cat when they're excited or nervous at the vet clinic to have a heartbeat that's much higher. So again, typically 200 to 220 beats per minute. You can imagine we have to count really quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So most of the time, the way that I'm calculating a heart rate is I will look at my watch and I'll count the number of beats in a 15 second period. Then I multiply by four to get the number of beats within a minute. Now, I will say cats sometimes can get an abnormal heart arrhythmia called a gallop. If you've ever heard a galloping horse, well, that's what a cat abnormal arrhythmia can sound like called a gallop arrhythmia. Now, stepping back, I talked before about how we grade heart murmurs. Don't worry, nobody's getting an A or an F. But know that when we're grading heart murmurs, we grade heart murmurs on a scale of one to six, with one being the softest and six being the loudest. You ideally don't want to have a heart murmur in your dog or cat, so that's a zero. Now, sometimes a heart murmur or a heart arrhythmia 
can be benign. So I may hear it, and sometimes it's from pain or nervousness, dehydration or anemia. And this is usually a really soft heart murmur. In other words, a one or maybe a two out of six heart murmur. However, if the heart murmur is louder, especially in dogs, I become really worried about serious heart disease. This could be a primary heart condition or even a heart defect, like a hole in the heart. And ultimately, the reason why I care if your dog or cat has a heart murmur is because it makes the heart, which is a really strong muscle, beat less effectively. And when that happens, the body can't pump blood to the rest of the body. And as a result, you can actually see congestive heart failure. This is when the heart doesn't beat efficiently and it results in blood backing up into the lungs. A lot of people will call that fluid in the lungs. It's actually a certain type of uh, blood backing up. And when we see that, it can actually result in a lot of difficulty breathing. So what do we need to know? A heart murmur typically is never, quote, normal, end quote. If your dog or your cat was diagnosed with a heart murmur, you want to make sure that you talk to your veterinarian about what that can be from. So what do we need to know? When it comes to heart murmurs, I will say that in dogs, I see heart murmurs as smaller dogs age. So if you have a miniature poodle, a cavalier King Charles Spaniel, a beagle, a schnauzer, a Pekingese, any small dog, you have to pay attention. Why? Because it's actually estimated that one out of every 10 dogs will develop some type of heart disease during their lifetime. And 80% of the time, it's due to a disease called chronic valvular heart disease. There's fancier names for that called myxomatous mitral valve degeneration, or what we abbreviate MMVD in veterinary medicine. What exactly does that mean? Well, MMVD or chronic valvular heart disease just means that the valves are insufficient. So that typically means that the valves are leaking. And if you're a human, which you guys are, now you would typically get a valve replacement. Unfortunately, that's not readily available in veterinary medicine. So we don't have that option. Now we should say there are a few limited teams of board-certified veterinary surgeons out there at veterinary schools who will consider doing bypass and doing mitral valve replacement, but it's super, super rare. Now, I mentioned that these leaky valves are most commonly seen in small dogs. Don't get me wrong. Middle-aged to larger breed dogs can get it too. It's just less common. So again, if your dog, especially a small dog or middle-sized dog, is diagnosed with a heart murmur, you have to pay attention. Why? Because what's going to happen is the louder and louder that that heart murmur becomes, it means we need to seek treatment sooner. Why? Because we can help diagnose, stage, and treat that heart murmur. Now, let me step back and say that I talked about small dogs. I did want to talk about big dogs and, of course, our cats too. When it comes to big dogs, they typically do not develop this chronic valvular heart disease. They don't get leaky valves. Unfortunately, they can get more severe disease. They can get something called dilated cardiomyopathy, which is often abbreviated as DCM. Now, this is one that you have to be aware of. And I will say, I hate the disease, the DCM. This is inherited or suspected to be inherited in certain breeds of dogs. And they're usually giant breed dogs. So dogs like Great Danes, Irish Wolfhounds, they're at high risk for DCM. And the reason why I hate DCM is because by the time I see it, 
it usually means that the heart is in severe congestive heart failure. There's a lot of fluid backing up because the heart becomes too dilated. It becomes too big. And the muscles of the heart wall become too floppy. They can't contract well. Unfortunately, when that happens, it really stretches out the heart, resulting in really severe heart arrhythmias. Again, abnormal rhythms of the heart. This can actually cause sudden death. And unfortunately, the prognosis for it is poor. The reason why you guys have to pay attention to DCM is because recently, within the past few years, there has been an association with the development of DCM from feeding grain-free dog food. Yep, you heard me right. If you're feeding your dog a grain-free dog food, you have to pay attention right now. Years ago, there was an FDA recall on several brands of food. When I saw this recall, it totally freaked me out because the dog food that I fed my dog, Milo, was actually on this recall list. Now, when in doubt, you always want to talk to your veterinarian about what to feed your dog. But this had us veterinarians and dog owners all really worried because with this grain-free dog food, what they were finding was that a subset of dogs were getting dilated cardiomyopathy. They were going into congestive heart failure just from having a grain-free food. After more science and more veterinary cardiologists studied this, what they found was it was associated with certain types of ingredients. It happened to be grain-free foods that typically contained legumes. Now, legumes are in the pea family. So anything that has pea in it should make us worry. If your dog is not on a grain-free food, you don't have to worry. It's mostly associated with grain-free foods and also with the legume or pea family. So please check the bag of food that you're feeding your dog right now. Simply Google FDA recall grain-free dog foods and you'll see all the brands that are listed there. The second reason why I hate DCM is because with DCM, there's no heart murmur that I hear. And that drives me nuts because when I'm sculpting or listening to your pet's heart and lungs, typically when I hear that heart murmur, that's the easiest indicator that I know that something is wrong. The frustrating thing about DCM is that sometimes your dog or cat can have severe heart disease and there's no heart murmur at all. That means even if the pet was my own pet and I was doing a physical exam every three to six months on my pet, I wouldn't even be able to screen for it because there's no abnormality when we listen with our stethoscope. Now, that is totally different with small dogs. With small dogs, we know they have leaky valves. We almost always hear a heart murmur with that. But with dilated cardiomyopathy, that disease is more subtle and does not always have a heart murmur, which leads me to cats. I love cats. But unfortunately, one of, the, one of the top causes of difficulty breathing that I see in the ER is congestive heart failure. And with that, cats will develop something called pleural effusion. That's where they have fluid accumulate around the lung. The fluid's not typically in their lung. It basically bathes the lungs and fills up the chest cavity. And that can cause severe difficulty breathing. So if your cat was ever diagnosed with a heart murmur, or if your cat's having difficulty breathing, you want to get to your vet right away. So what are we going to do? We'll continue with this really important topic about what you need to know about heart murmurs in dogs and cats right after these messages from our sponsors. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are carnivore clients sharing their pet's testimonial. My cat had issues that developed in his eye. 
And six months later, they had to go ahead and scrape the eye. And three months later, the same ulcer came back on in the same eye. So my veterinarian said, you know what, let's go ahead and remove the eye. So that night, I heard the carnivore advertising. So I said, you know what, I'm going to order this product. That way, at least I tried. They did the procedure. They did all the tests. To their surprise, they said, I don't know what you did, but I'll see you in two months. I, I kid you not. This product saved his eye. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735. Or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about heart murmurs in dogs and cats and what you need to know when we're listening to your dog or cat's heart with our stethoscope. Remember, what we're doing is we're measuring heartbeat, what the heart rate is. We're listening to see if there's a heart murmur. And we're also listening to see if there's a heart arrhythmia or abnormal rhythm. Remember, we talked about in small dogs, they oftentimes have chronic valvular heart disease. And depending on how loud the heart murmur is, your veterinarian is going to recommend a cardiology appointment. We also talked about how big dogs get something called dilated cardiomyopathy. And unfortunately, that oftentimes does not have a heart murmur that we can hear with our stethoscope. Of course, cats will be cats. And just to confuse us, if they have heart disease, they oftentimes don't have an auscultable heart murmur that I can hear with my stethoscope either, which is frustrating. Regardless, If your pet was diagnosed with a heart murmur, here's my general recommendations. First of all, it depends on how loud the heart murmur is. I believe that any new puppy or kitten always needs to get to the veterinarian, not only for their vaccine series, but also to make sure that they get a clean bill of health. If your puppy or kitten is diagnosed with a really soft heart murmur, like a one out of six heart murmur, no big deal. They're probably just growing into the heart size. But if their next vaccine visit three to four weeks later shows that it still has a heart murmur and it still has a heart murmur at the time of neuter, I'm going to start freaking out. When I hear heart murmurs in really young puppies or kittens, I worry about something congenital, which means that your puppy or kitten was born with something like a hole in the heart. Now, sometimes this is what we call congenital. Your kitten or your puppy was born with a defect. And sometimes that can be from poor nutrition, environmental conditions, infections, poisonings, medications, but most of the time it's inherited. Now, a defect in the heart, like a hole in the heart, what we call an atrial or ventricular septal defect, to valve problems like valvular dysplasia, to abnormal openings to certain parts of the heart, what we call a stenosis, like a aortic stenosis or a pulmonary stenosis, or even a patent ductus arteriosus, where there's an abnormal opening to major blood vessels, has to be identified immediately. So if your puppy or kitten, again, was diagnosed with a heart murmur, you have to follow up carefully. I have seen way too many nine-month-old puppies that had a horrible heart defect that could have been surgically fixed, but by the time pet owners seek veterinary care, sometimes it's too late because there's so much secondary heart damage already. 
So the younger the puppy or kitten, please get to a veterinarian or to a veterinary cardiologist so we can do advanced tests to find out what is causing the heart murmur. What about middle-aged to older pets? If you have a middle-aged Shih Tzu or Pekingese or Cavalier, and they're diagnosed with the one out of six heart murmur, and the next year at their veterinary visit, it's a two out of six, and the year after that, it's a three out of six, please get to a veterinary cardiologist. Here's why. What I love about veterinary cardiologists is that they are board certified. They're the experts when it comes to ultrasounding the heart. This is called an echocardiogram. In fact, one of my older cats, who unfortunately has since passed, was named Echo because when I adopted him, he had a six out of six heart murmur. That's the worst out of worst heart murmurs. He was born with a horrible heart defect and they only wanted a veterinarian to adopt him because they knew he would have a really shortened lifespan. Well, I ended up adopting him and calling him Echo because I knew he would need a lot of echoes or echocardiograms in his lifespan. I knew he was going to have a shortened lifespan, but I knew I could provide a really good home for him. And while I would have said to a pet owner, he'd probably only live a couple of months. He actually lived two years and I was overjoyed with those two years that I had with him. But that is the main test that we're going to do, an echo. So an echocardiogram is something I want a board certified cardiologist to do to see what's causing the heart murmur. The most important takeaway is if your dog or your cat was diagnosed with a heart murmur, please get to a veterinary cardiologist sooner than later. Because by the time I see it in the veterinary ER, it's usually end stage. In other words, your dog or cat may already be in congestive heart failure. They may already have fluid in their lungs. Now, when I ask owners, they'll often say, oh, yeah, I know he had a heart murmur. He was diagnosed with it years ago. Well, you could have treated it several years ago and potentially prolonged your pet's life through careful monitoring and medication. Now, I will disclose my cat Echo was really impossible to medicate, and that's coming from a veterinary professional. He had really high blood pressure. He needed to be on certain cardiac medications, but I couldn't medicate him well. And so when in doubt, talk to your veterinarian about this. The important thing to realize is when we stage heart disease, in other words, we're assessing how dangerous or severe it is, There are several medications we can do that can preserve and extend quality of life. These heart medications are really helpful and they're often very safe. They make the heart beat more efficiently. They help control the blood pressure. Your pet may go on a water pill. It may make them drink more, but it's designed to prevent that fluid accumulating in their lungs. So please know when we send a pet home with heart medications, it does not cure the heart disease. The heart murmur isn't going to go away, but it's going to make your pet's heart beat more efficiently. And some pets can live for years with heart murmurs. So again, the biggest takeaway is there's several different types of heart murmurs. There's several different causes for heart murmurs, whether or not it's something that your pet was born with, to just chronic aging and leaky valves. Please know that certain diseases like an overactive thyroid in cats or chronic anemia or chronic high blood pressure can cause heart disease too. Our most important goal is to make sure that we check with the veterinary cardiologist so we can evaluate whether or not we can help treat it earlier. I did want to mention a couple of signs of congestive heart failure in both dogs and cats. If you notice that your dog is exercise intolerant or panting all the time, or if you have a cat that seems to occasionally open mouth, breathe, or has an increased respiratory rate, you want to get to the vet right away. 
If you notice a racing heart rate, if your pet's at rest and you can feel their heart or you can see their heart pounding, if your pet collapses, if your cat's crying out in pain or unable to walk or has sudden paralysis of the back legs, if your pet faints or collapses, these are all signs of severe heart disease. Of course, there's a whole host of other problems that it could be, but when in doubt, those are the biggest signs that you have to be aware of that can be seen with severe heart disease or even congestive heart failure. Ultimately, the type of heart disease that your dog or cat has really varies with the age, the breed, their diet, or other factors. When in doubt, talk to a veterinarian and make sure that your pet, if they're diagnosed with a heart murmur, is assessed pretty frequently. Sometimes that's an annual exam and chest x-rays to see if the heart's getting bigger. But most importantly, know that preventative medicine with an annual veterinary examination is so important to keep your pet living as long as possible. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at Dr. Justine Lee on Facebook or Instagram and email me at Lee at PetLifeRadio.com. With that, we're out of time and we want to thank our producer, Mark Winter, for making this Pet Life Radio show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.